0: Hi, this is Shanda Rubin, and you're listening to Brothers on Tennis.
1: Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we got to talk about this tennis
2: because there's a <laughs> lot going on when there ain't nothing going on. <laughs> oh, man, this oh. is, it, it is so crazy. And I have so many thoughts that I want to share tonight. Um, but you know what, maybe what we need to do is just to, to get everybody on a nice even foot to get things started. Uh Let's just wrap up with the tournaments that ended at the end of last week. Right. So we had two men's tournaments and we had two women's tournaments. Where do you want to start? Isaac, you want to start with the men or the women? Um, you
1: know. Let's go ahead and start with the women, you know, ladies first, you know, all that Um, good stuff. Let's uh, let's
2: be, let's be right. All right. So they were over there in Abu Dhabi. And when we talked to you last week, we're, we had the semifinal set up. Mm -hmm. Um, We had Kuturama and Kostiak and one uh, at the bottom of the draw. And we had Sabalenka and Sakari at the top of the draw and, and Isaac, I think it kind of played out the way you thought it was going to play out.
1: Yeah, you know, I think we both were kind of like whoever is winning on that top half of the draw. That's that's really what's that's really who's going to determine the champion. So our our whole thought was, will it be Sabalenka or will it be Sakari? And um, you know, I I felt like that was a even though the score doesn't reflect it, I thought it was a good match from the standpoint of you know uh, Sakari was out there trying to hold her own trying to be aggressive I just think she was a little bit off that day and Sabalenka just immediately got out there and was like yo <laughs> <laughs> I am queen aggression this is my this, I, I'm just on a roll right now and I'm about to do this thing and and she 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 played some great tennis Bryce so I think we you and I were you know kind of 5150 or 5149 on on kind of who would come out of that matchup, but yeah, Sabalenka just on the day it was just it was just her day. And like I said, that the bottom half of the draw, you know, kudos to whomever, whether it was Kostiak or Kudimatova, who actually was the one that made the final. I just always felt that whoever was coming out that top half was going to take the championship. So what about you, bro?
2: Yeah, and and that's what happened. I mean, Sabalenka right now is on a 15 match winning streak from the end of last year. And, and I, I don't know if this is just like a, a, a hot streak that she's on right now. Right. Or if this has, she ascended to a new tier because I'm, I'm going to be very honest with you. I've never really fully been on the Sabalanka train because mm-hmm. she, she just would get too crazy. Sometimes you couldn't depend on her to keep the unforced errors down and, right. you know, to consistently win. But, She's won 15 in a row now. Mm-hmm. And and every time I think she's gonna go off, I mean she's she's kind of keeping it together. Yeah. If she can continue to play like this, she's a top five player. Oh, for easy, sure. Easy. For easy, sure. man.
1: Yeah, for sure. She's definitely got she's fighting her way in there. And um, and you know, you and I talked about Sabalinka in the past. You know I've been she's been on team Isaac. I've always been rooting for her and I just, you know, because I like the, again, the big babe tennis, that's my deal. I like that. I've always loved ladies like Lindsay Davenport, of course, the Williams sisters. That's my brand of tennis. I just love it when they just hit out, hit the ball and just be going at it. So for me, she's always been, you know, kind of on, on the radar. I do feel like, like what you said, what you're seeing is maturity. What you're seeing is her kind of really better understanding her game And because even, because I tell you what, Bryce, as aggressive as she was during that tournament, you also have to give her mad props for some of the defense that she actually played. She, she did. She, she played did. some good defense. I mean, you, you. I mean, I was impressed with her movement because I, you know, because she's she's a she's, a, she's a bigger girl, so I just didn't really think that she had that good mobility. And I kind of had her in that same category as kind of like a Lindsay Davenport. But she she has been showing up, and she's been showing that yo, I, I got some movement too. Don't don't be putting that past me. So <laughs> I, I, what what I. I feel, though, Bryce will be the the case or what's going to be the telling story, in my opinion, will be once we get to slower surfaces, how is she going to modify her game and still be able to get W's? That, to me, will be the challenge because I think she's proven that on hard court, especially a a fast hard court, she can do damn things. She can get it done and, and she can get victories. And this has to be giving her a ton of confidence. But once we get to the slower surfaces, once we get back to clay that to me is really going to tell the tale of where she's at mentally and what are the things that she's going to employ
2: in order to keep getting those W's. I completely agree. So congratulations to Sabalenka for taking the Abu Dhabi uh, open. And so you have to, you know, say she's, she's peaking going into the Australian open. Um, so let's move over to the men's side yeah. of things. So w- we'll start with the tournament that had a little bit of a anticlimactic end, <laughs> right. and um, that is the Antal- Antalya Open uh, that was in Turkey, and we ended up having a a final of Dementyev who had a a nice three set win over Gofan in the uh semifinals mm-hmm. and then he met in the finals Bublik yes. that took out the veteran uh Chardis in the semifinals. Um so talk to us about that final. <laughs> 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 well, well, not too much to talk about after there's a two
1: over retirement. Um <laughs> I think Bublik ran out of gas or something happened to him once he uh once he ran uh got past D, which is really really disappointing cuz you know any time you make a final you want to be able to show up and and really compete to get that hardware, get them coins. Um but unfortunately it looked like he had to uh had to had to retire after two games. I think was it an ankle or I, I think fit- it was. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. So so, so R <laughs> was like, "You ain't ready for this." And
2: <laughs> well, because they said he hurt his ankle actually in the Shardy match. Right, right. And uh, and I'm sorry, Diminor is not the person you want to play. No. If your ankles ain't right. <laughs> Speak on it,
1: friend. Speak on it. I'm got, saying,
2: if you got tender (laughs) ankles, Alex DiMignola is not who you want to see on the other side of the net. Speak (laughs) on it. Speak (laughs) on it, man. I'm telling you. So he gave it up after two games. And and you got to think, whenever Mm. you have some sort of injury this close to a major, you have to start thinking, is this worth it? I mean, right. I need to make right. sure that I'm good for come the Australian Open. So if it is just an ankle injury, you know, this gives him what three, four weeks. Right. To right. get himself together. Um, before the start of the Australian Open, uh, even if he has to skip like the, the lead in tournament, uh, mm-hmm. to the Australian Open, uh, that's going to be the most important thing. So absolutely. Absolutely. congratulations, Demon for running Bublik out of his shoes in the, uh, the finals there of the Antalya Open in Turkey. And then we had the American tournament, the yes. Delray Beach Open, where um, I think we had predicted the finals pretty clearly. We had Sebastian Korda yep. uh, take out Cam Norrie. Uh, in the semifinals in the bottom half of the draw mm-hmm. and then in the top half of the draw Hubie Herkic took out Christian Harrison who had no business being in the semifinals anyway. <laughs> uh, the moment he played somebody he was gonna lose. Uh, <laughs> so we had a Herkic <sighs> quarter final. Talk to us about that final. Yeah Bryce that
1: was actually a really entertaining final at least for me it was. Because again, I'm a I'm a huge fan of Hubie. Uh, her catch is just my dude. I like that guy. Uh, he's younger guy. He's well, not young, young, but he's maybe 23, 24. Um, but I've always been impressed with his game. It's just very clean. It's, uh, kind of, kind of effortless, if you will. Um, I put him in that category of he just kind of has a heavy game. Um, and, and he just, you know, he just relies on having good strokes. And what was interesting to see though is when Sebastian came out, Sebastian was hitting the ball. And to me, I was like, "Whoa, Sebastian, about to boss, boss, Hubie, Hubie around the court, right?" Because <laughs> right. yeah, I mean, he was hitting some shots. I was like, "All right," I said, "Okay, this is going to be a little bit better than I expected." Because I actually, like I said, I, I went in it to a given uh, her catch the, the the advantage there, and I and so I was like, "Yeah," but again, Sebastian came out, he started hitting his strokes, but what I saw. <laughs> After her catch was like, ooh, wow, this dude has more power than I thought. He actually started raising his level. Now, mind you, Sebastian did hurt himself. I think he right. hurt his growing or something. Mm-hmm. So, so I think what ended up happening was with that injury, Sebastian's game kind of fell a little bit. Yeah. Wh- whereas Hubie's game actually went up because I think he saw after he took, after the first couple of games, he was like, yo, my average game is not going to work here. I got to, <laughs> I got to, br- I got to bring a little extra. To these courts, and I, I, I saw him really pick up his his ball speed, and 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 I, I was just very impressed with with how he recognized that his normal game wasn't going to get it done, and he stepped it up and took it to that next level. And I just thought it was a good showing on both of their parts, even with Sebastian being injured. You know, it was a straight sets victory, but I really thought it sh- it went it went a long way for both guys because again, Sebastian, very young guy, but he's got a great future ahead of him we talked last week you mentioned the fact that he was out there practicing with Andre Agassi and Steffi Graf. I mean the, the dude's got the right people in his in his uh in his court and he's going to be doing some big things for us the American tennis moving forward but Herkacz I think he's just he's just a little bit again more advanced in his career he kind of has been in the situations more and I think because of that it allowed him to step up his game and and eventually, or just ultimately, rather, take the championship. What was your thoughts on that final, though, Bryce? How did you how did you see it, and what was your feeling on it?
2: I actually had thought that Sebastian was going to win because I felt like he did have the larger game. I think that injury played uh, a serious part in his game dropping, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a couple of times where he kind of pulled up. Yep. Uh, and then I saw the that there were times that it looked like he wasn't going full out. I mean, I don't mean to, you know, take away anything from her because he had had a great week anyway. So, um, I, you know, he played a very smart game there in the finals, but I'll be very interested to see, you know, the next time these two meet up and, 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 you know, they're both fully healthy, how this is going to turn out. I, right. You know, I'm kind of thinking now that Corda looking at his game, mm-hmm. I expect for him in the not too distant future to to be the top American. Oh yeah, easy. Ooh, yeah, my goodness, easy. I, I, because I, you know, I think he has more game than most of the other Americans. The the one who I would maybe question him having more game than is Tiago, right. but I think he has a better mental mental situation than Tiafoe.
1: Mm-hmm. I so, think Tiago
2: has more athleticism with mm-hmm. just the tennis.
1: IQ, if you will, I think Sebastian will have a bit more of that, and I just think his strokes are a bit more cleaner. They are, if you will. Yeah. They are. So yeah, keep going. Sorry.
2: Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I agree with you. So although he lost in the final, so congratulations to uh, Herkach for winning the title. Corda um, has got to feel great, right, about uh, how he did this week, because let's let's not forget. He beat John Isner for the second time because <laughs> uh, he beat him in the French Open. Yep. Uh, he took out Tommy Paul, um, and he mm-hmm. took out Cam Norrie. So he had, you know, some some very, very good wins. So I'm hoping that groin issue that he had, that uh, he's able to recover from that and to be fully healthy by the time the Australian uh, rolls out. Because I'm telling you what, some people may need to pay, pe- to check the section of the draw and make sure <laughs> Sebastian Corda is not
1: in there. I'm trying to tell you, bro. He's, he's, he, like I said, he's going to be lethal. I, I look out for him. I project him to definitely be a top 10 player in the future for sure. I just oh. think that he, to me, is because he's built like Zverev. I mean, and I know we, we crack on Zverev, but Zverev has that very lean. He has that tall, lean, sleek tennis body, if you will. And I think Sebastian is, is built that same way. Again, very clean strokes. I just think his mental will be better. I doubt that he will have the serve issues that Zverev has. And it seems to me that his camp is relatively solid. You know, we got questions on that Zverev camp. But with, <laughs> right, but at least Sebastian, we saw his family there. We saw everybody there sitting up in support. And like I said, you're not going to be playing around with Andre Axi and Stephen Graff if you ain't got your mental right. Because right. they ain't trying to play around with just nobody.
2: Right, right. Exactly. They, 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 their time can be spent doing other things. Right. Exactly. So that, to
1: me, lends itself to a very, very positive future for that young man. I'm I'm very excited for
2: him. All right. Well, before we get to the hot topics, as we have quite a few and and we get some of you guys up here to chat it up, chat it up with us. um, We want to talk about the schedule just real briefly. So, as you know, this week, pretty much all the players traveled to Australia so that they could start their quarantining uh, ahead of not only the Australian Open, but that week before the Australian Open where they have five events. Uh, popping off, and I and Isaac, I think I had asked you this question before. I did see a commercial, Tennis Channel is looking to cover all five events. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm not one to promote things, um, for for the channels or whatever, (laughs) right? But if there was ever a time to have (laughs) Tennis Plus, (laughs) right? Tennis Channel Plus, this is probably gonna be the time to have it because there are going to be so many good matches. And I just want to give you a quick review of what they are going to be. Um, number one, we will not be on locker room next Monday because there's no tennis being played. And, you know, there probably isn't going to be much to talk about, but we will be posting uh, an interview we did recently with the, uh, the great Leslie Allen Um that's going to be posted next week, so don't miss that. And if you don't know who Leslie Allen is, you need to look her up. That's right. She she was after Althea and before Xena.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, if you're not familiar with her contributions to the game, both as a player and uh, off the court as well, um, it was a very, very entertaining interview. So look for that next week. Yes. But then the week after that, There will be five events happening in Melbourne. And let's just kind of real quickly go down what these events are. So there are three events for the men and there are three events for the women. Mm -hmm. Um, The women have two 500-level tournaments. Uh, One is called the Gippsland Trophy and the other one is called the Yarra Valley Classic. Uh, They're both going to have singles draws of 64 players each, so that's combined, a total of 128 players. Right now, they have confirmed 48 of the top 50 women players. Mm -hmm. So you you wonder, who are those two that are not there? Uh, Kiki Burdens has chosen not to play because, you know, she's still trying to come back from injury, so she's just giving herself a little more time. And then we know that uh, we heard this week that Madison Keys caught the up. Right. So she's not going to be there. Everybody else is playing. So the way they're managing these two tournaments is they're managing it almost like one tournament. They're going to take the top 32 seeds and they're going to split them across the two tournaments. So like first seed will go to Gippsland tournament. Then the number two seed will be the top seed over at Yarra.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So they're going to break up the top 16 seeds for both tournaments like that. And then they're going to randomly draw the rest of the field to go in the two tournaments. So if you think about it, there are going to be so many good matchups just even starting in the first round right. of this tournament. And and the only thing I'm hoping for is that Venus and Serena are, are in Opposite tournaments,
1: (laughs) (laughs) as always, you know, just keep away from each other.
2: (laughs) But yeah, we'll have Andrescu back. We'll Mm -hmm. have Halep. We'll have all you know, Kenan Osaka. Everybody's gonna be playing, so you don't want to miss that. On the men's side, you have two tournaments, but they are both two hundred and fifty level tournaments. Both of those having forty eight. Singles players each. They'll probably be managed, I guess, in a similar way to the women's mm-hmm. uh, tournaments. Um, but the reason why you have a smaller number of singles players in the men's tournament is because they also have a third event happening, which is the ATP Cup. Right. And so there's an additional 48 players that will be there. And a lot of your top players are really going to be at the ATP Cup. Um, the 12 countries that qualified were Serbia, Spain, Austria, Russia, Greece, Germany, Australia, Canada, France, Japan, Italy, and Argentina. So um, you, you're talking about you're going to have players like Djokovic, Nadal, Team Medvedev, Paz, Zerv, Schwarzman, baratini Nishikore, Monfi, Shapovalov uh Demon Yard. That's really where the big guys are gonna be mostly. Right. Now the two countries you ha- you didn't hear me name were the US right. and that's largely because we have no top US men. So there yep. you go. There you go. And you didn't hear uh us mention Switzerland because Roger Federer is not playing um and I other than Stan Frank, I don't know who else was from Switzerland. So so Stan was probably like, "Look, you're not going to put like me I... out there by myself <laughs> like that." Yeah, oh, right. No. You're not going you to do that to me. No, you don't mm-hmm. set me up like that. <laughs> and um, uh, so, and in addition to these five events, right before they start in Adelaide, there is going to be an eight-person exhibition. Mm. Now. They've only named six of the players, but let me give you who those six are. <laughs> Djokovic, Nadal, Team Serena, Osaka, and Halep. Crazy. So, Crazy. I don't know who the other two people are going to be. <laughs> uh, they need to go ahead and throw Venus in there, because Venus is in Adelaide. Which, I was about to say she's going to be know? there,
1: so you might as well put her in there, but, you know.
2: Hey. Yeah, they're probably looking to see if they can get somebody higher ranked. And then <laughs> you've got for the men, I don't know who who the other man is going to be, but just I mean Isaac, those six players alone—that's got to be a great event. It's
1: it, absolutely, man. I mean, that's oh my goodness, and, and like I said, we haven't seen you know them a good majority of them since you know last year, last part of last year, and um, I, I, yeah, it'll be great to see them. Great to see what form they choose to bring to the court. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not, you know, it's just a ha-ha, you know, fun, fun, or if they're going to, like, be, I, am I trying to hone my game so I can, you know, so I can get some things popping when I get to, uh, when I actually start playing Australian. It, 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 yeah, it, it, it's going to be interesting. But I, I love what they're doing. Um, I love, um, again, the attempts to, to just really try and keep it bubbled, keep everybody safe. I, I, I honestly believe, Bryce, that I, I might be at risk of getting fired in February, Cause it's gonna be real. <laughs> it's gonna be real tight trying to have my job and be tra- and trying to stay right with my tennis. I just it's it's going to be tough, <laughs> bro. Cause man, you talk about somebody excited about February. I, I oh, it's like I'm drooling. It's so it's going to be so good,
2: so good. <laughs> right. So well, let's. So th- what we're going to spend the rest of this episode on is there. I have a list of hot topics here of things that have happened in the last week or so that, you know, we're going to talk about. If there is anything that we're talking about that you feel a certain kind of way about and you want, <laughs> you want to share your thoughts on that, just um, here in locker room. Uh, request to speak and I'll go. add you and we'll bring you in. I see uh, Paul has already... Uh... <coughs> <laughs> hello,
3: Paul. I'm already up in my feelings.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh, you better going to be and,
2: in your feelings, friend. <laughs> <a> week, <Paul. laughs> and, and hello, Miles. I you see that you're up now. Oh, oh, hey, oh Nick. Got we got nice Nick up here too. Hey, Nick, how you doing? Hey,
3: Miles. Hey, Nick. Good evening, gents.
2: <laughs> okay. Hey, so before we get started i want to make i want to make a bl- wait a minute, okay somebody got me on um in the background um can you mute if you're not talking
1: yeah i think yeah there we go i was about to say okay, i think good. it might be coming through okay. miles okay
2: <laughs> before we start going down this list i want to make a blanket statement and 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 hopefully you know a lot of us already feel the same way um It's very easy to pick and to complain about things. I think it's almost a human nature type thing. Whenever there's been a change or something is different in your world than the way it normally is, there is a tendency to complain about it. And sometimes you don't look at the big picture. And sometimes we wanna call out these tournaments and we wanna call out these countries for their protocols. And sometimes it's completely justified. Sometimes everything isn't perfect. But what I want to say, in, in case we don't say it any other time tonight, for the two or three or four or maybe even five things that we say <laughs> about these tournaments or whatever, <laughs> we, these, these guys and these women they get about 200 or 300 things right. The, the amount of work and coordination and effort and everything it takes for them to try to put on these events and to get people um, to have accommodations and to have uh, safety protocols and to have uh, sponsors and, and scheduling it and everything, it takes a lot. And I think, you know, for the most part, they do a great job. Now, um, there are, like you said, there are some areas of opportunity on on kind of both (laughs) sides of the table. But I wanted to make sure that we start off by giving a little bit of credit to all the people. I mean, I even think back to the U.S. Open, everything that was done to be able to pull off that tournament. Absolutely. So, Isaac, I'm assuming you feel kind of the same way? No, I do. Absolutely. Because to me
1: to have to what they did to put on the US Open as well as the uh French the Roland Garros and then what they're trying to do with the Australian Open with the bubble again Australia's like, yo, we 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 have been doing what we need to do as it relates to this pandemic. Y'all ain't gonna bring this craziness up in here with us, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. That's that's basically what their attitude is, and I could absolutely appreciate them for that because they've seen how all the other countries have responded, how it's been out of control. Trust me, I live in California, so it's like daily you're looking at the numbers and like, holy moly! I mean, what in the world is going on? So you have got to give these organizations credit for trying to work through everything that they have to work through at the state government all these different levels to still try and put on uh, t- you know this Grand Slam tournament and other tournaments around it so I absolutely uh um uh I, I absolutely support what, what you said, Bryce. You gotta give them some love for that. It ain't perfect and of course it's not gonna meet everybody's needs, but at the same time I feel like they are doing a great job. And with that I'll I'll hand it back to you. All right. Yep. So let's,
2: let's let's jump into the first uh hot topic. Mm. So as we, as, we, as we mentioned before, uh, this was a very busy week at the end of last week with all the players. Uh, one of the really neat things that the Australian Open did is they provided charter flights for the players to mm. come in to Melbourne. And so one of the things that they had stated from the beginning was that you had to have a, uh, a negative COVID test before you could come to Melbourne.
3: Unless and, your name is Tennis Sangren. Exactly.
2: <laughs> and if, exactly. You, and if you... Okay, and if you do not... And they were very clear to Andy Andy Murray about this when he tested positive. You know, we're not making any exceptions here, whatever, mm. whatever. So then we had this situation this week where our favorite, Tennis Sangren, test positive for for COVID, and then he comes out and he makes this whole big deal on twitter and says look how can i test positive i mean i had it back over thanksgiving uh i'm over it now and then melbourne instead of melbourne coming out and saying you know what we're going to just stay consistent with our policy you have to test negative before you can come in they stated that, well, you know, we can also look at a person's medical records and kind of make a judgment call based upon their medical files being verified and all that, that we feel safe with them getting on the plane. And well, then. and so now, so they approved Tennis Sangren, although he has tested positive for COVID the week going into the flight, that he can get on the flight. Well, Once that flight lands in Melbourne, somebody else now had COVID that didn't have it when that plane took off. And so what I don't understand, and I'm going to let everybody else speak here, is like, why did the Australian Open feel like they had to make this exception for anybody, let alone for... Tennis Sangren. I mean, they could have very easily taken the, you know, I mean, it's Tenna Sangren. I mean, ain't nobody check for for Tenna Sangren. Enough and, said, right. I, and what is and the- they could have easily been like David Ruffin from The Temptations and been like, Ain't nobody coming to see you (laughs) baby. You know, there there is nobody who was checking for tennis sanguine. So why would they take a risk of just their own reputation of approving somebody with a positive test to get on a plane with other tennis players who are currently negative uh, to fly to Melbourne? Because now what has happened is everybody that is not only on, that is on a flight where somebody tests positive when they land and we have three flights now, one from LAX, one from uh, Doha, and I think one from Abu Dhabi or Dubai. These 72 players that were on those flights now have to have what they call a, a restricted quarantine for 14 days, which means they can't even get the five hours of outside time, you know, the two hours of practice, the two hours of training that the rest of the players can get. Help me out. Help me understand why the Australian Open did
3: this, guys. They're going to be doing push-ups watching Netflix in the hotel room. And hitting balls against windows. Yep.
0: I just don't understand how they, they marketed themselves to be so strict. And then the moment they had a chance to really, really put the hammer down and say, no, you cannot get on this flight with a positive test. Here comes moving heaven and earth for tennis Sangrid. Now, it wouldn't have been, in my opinion, good for them to do that to anybody. However, the specific person they did it for, where is his resume outside of a quarterfinal that he probably should have won to justify them moving so much around for him to get on that flight? I just don't understand that part.
3: It's insane. Where's the personal responsibility on his part, though? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm right with that too, Nick. I'm right. I'm right there with that. Well, he's a professional. He can't afford $170 for a rapid test. He's an almost spoiler. That's what he's known for being an almost spoiler.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's a shame because, like, I forgot who just said it. Maybe uh, you know the Australian Open had been so strict up to this point, yeah. point. and. Now you have people that have been impacted and now we don't know we don't know if they got it from Tina Sangren or from somebody else but what we do know is that Tina Sangren was the only person that got on that that plane with a positive test. Right. Exactly. Well, who's this guy Tilly that he's blaming it on? Now, Tilly is the uh the what do you call it, the tournament director for uh, the Australian Open. Opus- yeah, Craig yeah. Tiley. I think that's his
0: Tiley. Name. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. So he he's the tournament director. He's kind of like the head guy over over everything.
0: And he's been in that position and,
2: for a while. And most and people how, like
3: how that. is tennis blaming it on um, him? What is he saying? I guess he's he said that he gave him the green light to go, something like what that. What
0: I read, what I read, oh. is that they made some kind of special provision to where, and I, I, I have to go and find the actual. Article I wrote I read this on, but he basically got medical clearance from Australian government or Victorian government to fly because they did work or they actually looked at his medical file so that to see he wasn't contagious, which I don't understand. Again, how they moved so they moved so much of their strict rules for that to happen. I don't. it, it, It was like they leapt one way and then as soon as it was time to leap again, they went the other way. It just didn't quite make sense and doesn't make sense.
2: For be- a guy that's going to get knocked
0: out
3: in the first or second round, <laughs> like,
2: exactly, exactly, right, I- exactly. So, well, it
3: just it just it just speaks to his character too that he would yeah. go through all this to try to even get on the flight. You know, just have some respect for the other players and say, "I should, I, I'm not getting on this flight." But he like, also I, made a lot of it too, and joking about it on Twitter, which again yeah. added insult to injury. Yeah, see, <laughs> yeah. as Miles said the other day on his IG, I would have to see tennis outside in the parking lot. <laughs> and you know I know one thing Victoria Azarenka ain't to be played with she might just meet him out that's there that's another thing it's, yeah. it's not it would be another Did she thing she get it?
0: Name. I don't well she's one of the
3: ones that him. she was on the flight with him so she's quarantined and she can't practice and she's a groove player you know course, Sloan is one yeah. of them too that's stuck in the hotel but Sloan can kind of come out the hotel room and just get hot for, you know that's, that's her game she can just or not you, or, or no, oh, I'm saying she's, she's a hotter, she's a hotter <laughs> now. You know what I mean? But you know what I mean. Sloan is a hotter, right? Once the next thing you know, she's in the semifinals. And you're like, how did she get here? So Victoria Azarenka is a groove player. She loves to practice. She needs to practice. She loves to get in the heat and get acclimated to the weather. And, and that's what that's. That, and she has a shot. He affa- right? I wasn't like say he's that. not getting sued. Yeah, and I just want
0: to. He, he knocked out people like. Those are just three names, Azarenka, Sloan Stevens, and Kane Nishikori, who have all found themselves in Grand Slam finals and are marketable players. He he affected yeah. huge names and huge draw to the Australian Open. It would be one thing if he, like, and, was on a plane uh, for the qualifiers, not to belittle them, but it's Victoria, Azarenka, Sloan Stevens, and Kanish Nishikori we're talking about, headline players,
2: you know? But mm-hmm. one, one of the things that I want to call out about Azarenka, though, and this just really highlights what a special person she is there have been a lot of you know the reason why i said what i said in the beginning is because a lot of these players a lot of these younger players have been over there complaining that oh they don't like the food that's coming to the room they you know they can't do this Mm -hmm, they can't do that Azarenka Mm -hmm. is one of the people that's on this what we call restricted quarantine so she can't do what most of them can do and they talked to her and her perspective was, you know what? Yeah, it's kind of a messed up situation. But you know what? I'm blessed to be in this position to be able to do this. And you know what? It'll be all right.
1: Well, that comes from being a parent. Well, Bryce, I think she actually listened to the Brothers on Tennis episode <laughs> where we was about to get her for all that whining she was gonna do in that last tournament for being too damn cold. So well, she got she got right with Jesus. That's what that was. She got right. She don't want to mess with Brothers on Tennis. Come on now. I think I think she's
0: actually in a very happy spot. I think obviously the the 2020 U.S. Open run helped with that. But mm-hmm. I, I've seen her Instagram posts and stuff, and they've just been. The complete opposite of what her peers are, and they're just, you know, happy quotes and just trying to keep perspective on things. Like Paul said, I do think it has to be has to do with her being a mom, but I think she's gotten past a lot of the things associated with her becoming a mom that it kind of mm-hmm. hindered her, and it's all kind of come together, and she's choosing to be on the positive perspective, even though it really could be easy to to look at how messed up the situation is. Because I, I see both sides of it. I see why I would be annoyed, and I see why I would have to try to choose happiness and
3: you know she might be putting all that happy stuff on her social media so she's not a suspect and yeah.
1: then <laughs> <laughs> when and, when and Tennis, then there's, when, and when, then there's
3: when that Sanger, look at it. Sanger, Sanger come up missing ain't
1: nobody right ain't nobody gonna be asking her no questions that's right <laughs> she'll be like oh who right? me i'm happy i'm happy <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway we want to keep our eye on out on how this develops and how this may even impact some of the people in terms of their preparations for that lead in. Cause that, what that means is the people that are on the restricted quarantine, they don't really have any practice going into the, th- those five events that are the week before the Australian they're, they're jumping into those cold. So okay. fortunately they're jumping into those cold and not the Australian open cold. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 So, well, so, it's right, our, oh, so is Serena is Serena playing this thing in
3: Adelaide and then also coming down to play because you said forty eight of the top fifty women were in the uh yep. so she's Oh yeah, okay, so Adelaide is before that.
2: Yes, it's the weekend before that, and it's just a one day exhibition with those eight players.
3: So, so they'll probably do they'll probably do some hit, they'll probably do some mixed doubles, they'll do some right. exactly and,
2: they'll okay. get that stuff in and then they'll hop on down to Melbourne and um and and get it going in that tournament. So yes, uh, a lot of really good stuff. So okay, so let's let's move on to the next topic. Um, I think it came out yesterday, maybe, but Alexander Zarev... Oh my god! And, again,
3: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I told you but, I wasn't going to look so that you could surprise me. What not? Okay.
2: He and Team Eight. A- management are no longer together. Now remember oh. team 8 management is Roger Federer's management company. Mm. Oh. And that and so he he's saying that I guess he woke up in the middle of the night one night and said, "You know what? Team H pretty good, but I think I'd rather have my family run my business going." For what? It. So his brother, Misha, which I don't know if this means that he's retired now as a player. I know he's often <laughs> qualifying for um, the Australian, but Misha and some other cat are going to run his management. And then he said his family is going to be his coach. So I don't know if his dad is going to be his coach or not. Now I understand Zaref is framing it like this, like, Oh, I just kind of want my family to be more involved. But if you are on Roger federer's management team Mm. i'm sorry unless your family's got some skills that i don't (laughs) know about what i think probably happened is you've got all this negative press they didn't want to be mixed up with the coronavirus for every tour and playing mike tyson with (laughs) his girlfriend and all this kind of stuff that we know how roger federer is about exactly and and remember, Roger was all buddy buddy and kicking boots with, with Tiger. Uh, Tiger Woods until his Let wife that golf go. club to his That's mouth. right.
3: Mm-hmm. And then- Wait, and you know, you know who that's really about though? Because Roger is one of them easy going. That's Mirka. Oh
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> well yeah, because you saw how Mirka clowned on Stan. But Mirka, you saw you know. how Mirka clowned on Stan. But Brinca. don't right. get it twisted, right? Mir- Mirka talking is somebody, you know, yes. You're talking somebody. Yes, you talk
3: about somebody who knew they couldn't make it in tennis and leveled up. Mirka, yes. <laughs> yes. I, give her, I give her full credit. She said, I knew "That's here. right." Let me get four airs, and let me get this ring on my finger. Let me sit here and look concerned in these little <laughs> Miss Piggy sweaters, just buttoned right at the top. She, Mirka oh, said no. no. Mirka's
1: no, no joke, man. Don't trip. Mirka Why said no, no going to going to Australia. His knee is fine. Right. Mirka, Mirka said like, no.
3: It's going to be a mess down there, Roger. We're not going down there. We're not going down there. Yeah, There's probably her. Exactly.
2: So, so what so do you think? Happened, you know? Do you think Zverev proactively left teammate, or did teammate say we 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 can't play with this stuff?
3: They they kicked him to the curb.
0: I think it might have been an honest mixture of both, because you know we mentioned Roger Federer's image, but then again, Zverev has continually just he keeps sticking his foot up his behind. So it might have just been one of those situations where he was just like, let me just trust my family. So it could have been a mixture of both.
3: Well, don't you Mm -hmm. but don't you feel, though, that everything he's done, Miles, has been everything in his career, everything in his attitude leads you to believe he's someone who wants the spotlight and wants the money and wants the attention and wants the wants the good life. So knowing that that management can bring him that, I find it difficult to believe that he would just say, oh, they're not doing it for me. Mm -hmm. You know, that's
0: a very solid point, too.
3: Maybe exactly. it's eighty twenty. Maybe it's a okay. you know. Maybe he saw the writing on the wall and and made the move. But I think that the writing was on the wall because he has way too much surround in his head right now off the court. Yeah, yeah. You know, he he's looking at Sebastian Corda going, man. That's what I could be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm, a, I'm a clamp my tongue on that one. I'm going to clamp it
2: <laughs> right, Miles. I know where you're going. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna reserve judgment on that for right now.
3: Oh, are you so, not a? Are you not a? Who's not a, a Sebastian Corda believer? Miles, is that Miles?
0: I wouldn't say that I'm not a believer in his talent, but I'm. I can
3: clamp my tongues on a few other things. That's all oh, right. okay, 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 okay. okay. I got and, right. we'll, and we, we'll, we, we'll, we'll private message later.
2: <laughs> and we have, um, we have Rhonda in the chat that that chimed in. Team Eight dropped him. Risk of reputational damage.
1: There you go. Okay, oh, okay. that's it.
2: So uh Alexander Zverev just keeps on winning. Um <laughs> and, and, and speaking of keeping on winning, uh let's 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 keep on with with some of the top players and our our favorite, our our world number 1 Novak Djokovic. Um oh, man.
3: can who, someone beat him please?
2: <laughs> Nick Nick we we pray for that every match. I <laughs> hate that name. I respect the game. I, he's got a great game. I, there's just something about that, man. For I, sure. I, I,
0: there's a level <laughs> of respect there with Djokovic, but, man, he's not tired of eating rubber because his shoe stays in his mouth. I mean, <laughs> stays. <laughs> well, well,
2: well, well, let me set the scene for this situation.
3: Uh-oh.
0: So
2: he is in Adelaide because, you know, the top players that are part of this exhibition, they're not going through all this madness that's going on in right. Melbourne right now. And, you know, they've got pictures of Djokovic. He's got a nice big old suite in this nice hotel with a balcony and, and the whole nine. Well, I guess if he kind of feels like he's got this player association under him now, he decides to step out, all right, and he decides to send a letter to Craig Tilly, oh. who we just talked about, and said mm-hmm. – This is what he wanted for the players that are there in Melbourne. He wanted them to have fitness and training materials in all rooms. He wanted them to have decent food according to the level of the tournament and from an elite elite athlete's perspective. He wanted them to reduce the days of isolation and to use more tests to confirm players are negative. He wanted them to have permission for players to visit their coach and physical trainers as long as they both have a negative test. He wanted to put a coach and a player on the same floor of the hotel if they were negative, And he wanted to move players to private houses with a tennis court to train. Now, before you guys jump in, I just want to say this. The overall concept of, of advocating for other players is somewhat admirable.
0: Commendable but, a
2: little bit. Yeah. But
0: when Oh, you that's the only one,
2: way he could get it passed. <laughs> right. But if you number one aren't even in that situation, you're already staying in a more luxurious situation. And number two, who are you to tell another country about what they're gonna do about their safety protocols about COVID? We it's,
1: already it, it, we especially already given
2: especially given your track record. Right. Huh. We've already seen how you would handle it Mr. coronavirus tour for everybody. I mean, who would listen to <laughs> Novak about how to ha- conduct a tournament in a pandemic situation? Thank it you. would be like going to buy a book from Tiger Woods on Monogamy. I mean, why <laughs> would you do that? So anyway, I'm just going to turn it over to you guys. What well, did didn't you, he, he oh, get Oh, oh. And and by the way, who called Djokovic out over this? Our good friend. Nick Curios. Nick Curio. <laughs> 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 they,
1: Whatever. They're they gonna cover the blows Nick. when they see each other. I think Nick right. might have to pop Djokovic.
2: They
0: actually do, they both deserve a good popping, actually.
2: But right. true. Nick kept it simple and plain. He just called Djokovic a tool. Wow.
3: No wait, two, I got two questions. Is the one is a simple answer? Is is Kyrgios on track to play the Open? Is he fit and ready to play? Is he is he scheduled, to play? scheduled, scheduled to, play. to play? He's scheduled to play. He's
2: scheduled to play. He's
3: scheduled to play. Okay, yes, yes. Sorry. he's scheduled to play. My other question is for Djokovic when he was asking this of Tilly, was he asking it for all players? Was he asking it for just those who have signed up for his little like Trump esque, you know, QAnon <laughs> league? Or was he asking it for the women as well? Like, who was he asking this for?
2: <laughs> well, he represents the men
3: players. But all the men players, or is this just the top, the fifty? Like, how how is he going to ask with a straight face for one hundred and twenty eight <laughs> men to get this? Separ- all these houses. You like tennis courts you go. Thr- like, what is he? I I I'm, I'm I'm saying this very seriously. Who was he really asking it for every player that enters including everyone who qualified? Like who was he asking for?
2: I my assumption is since he is the president or the head of this new players union, union. thing that they've got yeah. that that's what he was representing and that is only a men Thing so th- that does not include women, and yeah. actually it doesn't include all the men. The men who didn't join because we know right. Federer and Nadal didn't join, and
3: Nadal didn't, and I'm sure there are those who followed them. The, yeah,
2: right. So,
0: yeah, I know so, his PR team is
3: tired of him. If he
0: doesn't have one, me,
3: <laughs> I would be you so know, annoyed at this point, point working stick, for him. They stick with him because he's winning. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. If he wasn't time, winning, time. yeah. yeah. And in his country and in countries in that part of the world, it's, he's like a he god. You know? Yeah, he yeah. celebrated
0: very intensely with yeah. his fans, which is kind of weird, but hey. yeah, Yeah, that's true. So
3: mm.
2: we have that. And then probably what's been the hottest news, and I hate to even spend any time on this, but what's been one of the hottest things in the news today is, you know, You've been having players, like I said, complaining about the food, complaining about the schedule, all this, all of that. Somebody who had nerve to open up their mouth and complain (laughs) about something was Bernard Tomick's girlfriend. What? And, yes, she was complaining that she's used to having somebody do her hair twice a week, and she doesn't wash her own hair. That's just something she doesn't do. So she feels uh, trapped in this Mm -hmm. whole situation because she's there with Bernie, and and she's mad that their place only has one bathroom. She says she's never used a bathroom in front of Bernie before. That's a line she hasn't crossed in their relationship.
3: Didn't they put that on OnlyFans? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... You know he qualified too. I can't wait to see him come out on that court. That's so funny.
0: Right. I forgot he still played. Honestly, I really he I he thought qualified,
3: qualified in a in a tight set tiebreaker too, which is
0: interesting. I didn't think he was going to even qualify for qualifying. Like I right. didn't think he was there in his career. I thought the yeah. whole OnlyFans thing was him moving a new, on a new a new direction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: So yeah, why, why is the, why is the media even giving this lady any any time?
3: Oh, because, because he's Australian. He's a blonde hair. Yeah. There yeah, you know. go. <laughs> you then know. they knew we'd be talking about it.
1: Exactly. <laughs> it's controversy. Yeah. They they they're going to put something out there that's going to cause people to talk. That's what that's all about. Shame on her, though. I mean, honestly, just, yeah, appreciate where you at because your boyfriend ain't been doing much for a good while now so no. uh so yeah you you yeah at all like you said a lot of people thought that bernie was basically you know moving on to something else outside of tennis so the fact that he qualified you should be celebrating that and not complaining about folk doing your hair
2: <laughs> right
3: exactly did y'all see the uh sasha vickery tweet no what the, she say? no Okay, I got to look it up, but uh, she went in on all these players complaining.
2: Oh yes, she, I did see. She, that. she she
3: she has come from, you know, a difficult struggle, and she just went in on the entire men and women, all of them, about the, how lucky they are in life. It was I can't. Fi- I'm sure one of you all can find it faster than me. I found um, it. Good. Yeah. Good for her. Did I read it? Yeah. 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 Read it.
0: How are these main draw players in AO actually complaining about quarantine measures? You have a chance to travel and compete after a worldwide pandemic where people are suffering to survive while you make $100,000 just to sit in the room for two weeks? Girl, bye. Emoji. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. For bye, Felicia. Get out of here with that. <laughs> mm, good for her.
2: Mm-hmm. And, do, and do you know, okay, and, and, and this is a very good point. So They had the airfare taken care of with the chartered planes. Their hotel is being taken care of. Their food is being taken care of. And guess what? In case they don't like their food, they get $100 a day that they can order. They can get stuff delivered if they don't like Uber Eats, DoorDash, and post Right. That that the hotel doesn't supply. And then, like they're saying, these people that are losing in the first round of of the Australian Open are going to get $100,000. Are you serious? Yes. Pretty
0: much. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, you know, right. You know, what? What are you complaining about? Do you know how many people in this world would love? I, I sign up for that. I would, too.
3: Yeah.
2: shoot, i take the double court. bagel and laugh and talk
3: it off the <court. laughs> Exactly.
2: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Dude,
3: with that kind before, of situation, yeah. i fight my way into the second round. Somehow I pull a I pull a pull a, a, a bootleg boot and be serving under him. I do what I have to.
0: <laughs> but and, that and just you, goes to still the ranking and like the the payout system of how important these grand slams yeah. are. And yes. you qualify, yeah. and here you are waiting to just get your check because you know you're going to get one whether you lose or not. You're going to get one, right? are right. Complaining, yeah.
2: And mm. and you know what's interesting? I saw who I saw online the day that. It just made me remember I hadn't thought about this chick in forever. Was Angelique Kerber, you know, mm, yep. for for somebody who has three majors to her name, shouldn't I be thinking? She'd about She'd be her sitting more?
3: in her corner braiding her hair. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, what's the what's the scouting report on her? Anybody seen her?
2: Uh, no. no, just that she haven't surface. heard a word on I her. Mean, yeah,
3: she she plays well in Australia. She used, to, well she used she to play well at the beginning Australia. of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she I like used to, her, her, used her to play Her off-season well. training used to be so good that she would show up, you know, like she, I hate to say his name again, but she would show up like Joe, let me say like Agassi. She would show up like Agassi in Australia, very fit
1: back in the day. Yeah, yeah it takes a mm-hmm. lot kinda, kinda, for Angie Kerber to, to produce that level. And right. I think that's why right. it's tough for her that it's it's right. exceptionally tough what she did those years where she jumped to number one and won those three grand, grand slams that took a lot from her, not only physically but mentally she's just mm-hmm. she just doesn't have that naturalness about because mm-hmm. i even i I was looking at a story or I was reading something or yeah, it's like. There's just anyway, I, I you know, Angie Kerber. It, it just takes a lot, so I'm not expecting too much out of her this this time I around. Think
0: she's low key on retirement alert. Yeah, just not saying this season or the next, but it's yeah. kind of you know retirement alert because she's accomplished basically all there is to accomplish. Silver medalist yep. Olympics, three Grand Slams, world number one. Yeah, she gonna make you the know. Hall of Fame. She gonna yeah make, yeah. So she'll she'll be Hall good. of Fame for sure. I don't know if I like that, but she gonna make it right. right.
2: Well, and I was. I was disappointed to hear. Yeah, I hear you. Days. I don't
1: think she has enough hardware, but she's a great player. Oh right. no, right. no, 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 no! Wait a minute, y'all. Come on now, now I, I, I'm not going to be she advocating. She got Wimbledon. She got Wimbledon, and remember, she beat Serena. So and don't clown to get it to get it. So anytime you beat a Williams sister, that that to me gives you a little bit of credit. And a, final. Cred. And a well,
0: final. I feel a certain type of way anytime her name is mentioned because I sent <laughs> <at> Australian <laughs> Open and my heart broke. So, you know, right. she's not my favorite person in the world, but I give her her respect. Similarly. That's to right. That's right. I mean,
3: in in that same way that clearly Serena gives her the respect. So uh, you can see that. that yes. respect, but no. well, <laughs> but you know, there must there must be something about her off court that we don't see or get that Serena gets. <laughs> like that Serena respects that level of fight or something. Well, something. because I right. think right.
2: Ang- right. I think yeah. Link is is, is mean think so I think Serena right. respects me because <laughs> like, let's yeah. not forget let's not forget how she acted with Andrescu
1: oh yeah she clowned right. yeah she called her drama queen, drama queen. right so
2: yeah. uh yeah, yeah right. Ser- Serena probably likes that part of her <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: she, she respects that
3: tell it like it is kind of thing yeah exactly
2: and now apparently she's liked
0: in the in the locker room so apparently she's not a terrible person but you know i, be, I bet okay. you i bet you Rain
2: bianca don't like her um oh yeah I'm sure but um but i was also disappointed today to hear that jack sock is not going to be in australia and i, I mean i not that i had hopes for him to make it uh, necessarily on the singles side of things but with the Olympics coming up I would have expected him to at least been in the doubles and the mixed doubles draw
3: there's got to be a casino somewhere that he's at I mean what is
2: <laughs> well we know he just got married we know he just oh, he, came okay. off, of his, okay. off yeah. his honeymoon but, okay. but nonetheless I mean you know the Australian Opens in the beginning of the year I mean that wasn't like a surprise right so I you know uh, or maybe he just knows when it comes to doubles and Americans, he's got his spot locked up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because who's the top American doubles player? Is it Rajiv Ram? Uh, yeah, yep. His name's always in there. Yeah, they were yeah. competing for number one. <laughs>
1: yeah, but- so
2: Jack, Jack, you know, he got him. I yeah. think yeah. You know, so I the, mean, Brian, the Brian person
0: on this train about Jack Sock, because I just looked up his ranking, and I know you guys know his his career high was like number seven, right?
3: Yeah, two fifty five.
0: He's at two fifty five. I don't ever see him putting enough effort to kind of get back up to to that level. Nope. so you you count on nope. yourself with that one, Bryce. <laughs> I don't
2: see. <laughs> well, it. well, uh, you know, it, it will come. It will come to effort because one thing we know is he has the talent. Do we
1: know that? Um, yes, really? on yes. the doubles court, most definitely.
2: Well, he he I has hand eye coordination I, yeah. that is insane. Yes, he has hand-eye coordination that is insane. Okay, so you you know he 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 may miss some of the more work ethic type of things, Mm -hmm. but but Jack is legendary even amongst his peers. Yes,
1: yeah. Don't don't clown. He stepped in after Bob Bryan got hurt. And was like, yo, Mike, let's go let's go snatch us some grand slams. And he did just that. You cannot clown on Jack Sock. Jack Sock can play. And I think well, yeah, someone I think asked about the Bryan player. brothers. Yeah, the Bryan brothers are pretty much done. I think Nick, if you I think that might have been you that asked that question. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. Brian brothers are retired. Yeah, they're retired.
2: So yeah, so so Jack um, Jack is potentially, or I think he is, the best male doubles player there. And the other thing with the singles, the singles takes more effort, but you look. If you've been able to make it into the top ten, and you've got a master series uh, title, you can play.
1: That's yeah. I agree. Yeah.
2: You know, so I mean, he may not be Roger Rafa level, but I mean, you know, I, I shoot, he could be able to get a hold of some of these other people we're looking at.
3: It's true, mm. but that's that's but that's that side of the game. You know, is the effort and the mental no. fortitude.
2: To wow. me he's the to me he's the he's the Caucasian version of Kyrios. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I can see that. That's not a huge <laughs> yep. No, no. Yeah, he, he has natural ability, but he just even with like shot selection and everything. Yeah. Uh, this is I mean, this is a guy that went his four years of high school and did not lose a match in four years. Not a single match, and then jumped straight to the professional tour. So um yeah, I, 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 so I, I don't care what y'all say. I'm holding <laughs> out for Jack Stock. That, that, not that he's gonna come back and be number one or anything. More
0: power to you, brother. More power. But
2: I'm, but honestly, with the crop of American men we have out there, hey, we uh, need
3: someone, man. That that JV bench is getting tough to root for. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Preach on yeah. And
3: dick Preach Preacher Nick.
2: We the U.S. has the deepest JV bench. <laughs> mm, yes, they yes. do. Mm, yeah. We got a couple yeah. freshman squatters too. Oh, we do. Well, fellas, this has been a blast. We have to wrap <laughs> it up because we have to bounce over to IG Live right now. So, right. if you are able to join us over there, definitely do. But what we want to remind everyone is, we appreciate you listening to you know this show in locker room tonight. If you like this show, please feel free to go out and to start your own rooms. Um, you know if you're listening to, listening to this as a podcast, download the locker room app and and you know we'll be here except for next Monday, every other Monday yeah. at, <laughs> at six o'clock p.m. Pacific time. So for our thank you to our guests miles, Paul and Nick tonight, um, this has been your boy Bryce. This is your boy Isaac and we are brothers on tennis. We'll see you in two weeks.